My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. An Erio's original. And welcome to Web Crawlers. This is our mailbag episode where we read your emails and play your voicemails and read your reviews. I am Allie Siegel holding my dog Dolly. I am Melissa Stenton looking at Allie holding her dog Dolly. And I'm producer Maria with my eyes shut. (laughs) And I refuse to look at this nonsense. If you're a patron, you get to see how sweet Dolly is. She loves to give kisses, and she knows the word goodbye. So when I say goodbye after the Zoom, she goes nuts because she thinks it's time for a W-A-L-K. All right. Do we have any new reviews? I'm sure we do. We got one from Canada here. Donald Trump, Ghost Hunter, five stars, best podcast to ever exist. And trust me, I would know because I only like the best things. Out of all the things I like, which are the best things, this is my favorite thing. Thank you for this podcast. You guys are great. And that comes in from Jules Nico. Oh, Uh, You've got another one from Great Britain, Top Marks, five stars, hosts that I don't find annoying, good Viennetta chat, five stars, love Zoe from Brighton, UK, XX, and that's from Ada Binks. Wow, thank you. That is so sweet. It's crazy that people don't think we're annoying. That always really surprises me. This is from Art Like Bread. Yay, let's get into it. Whenever this podcast mm-hmm. pops up in my feed, I light up. It's a really fun listen, lighthearted, but plenty of substance there, too. And it's really funny. The host and producer have great chemistry. 
It's like hanging out with friends. The mailbag episodes are my favorite, featuring the voicemail hotline, which is so funny. There really is a sense of community with this podcast, and you don't have to take yourself too seriously. Are we living in a world? One last thing. This is on the Arios Network. If you don't know what that is, get into it. Some of the best podcasting out there. Oh, my God. This this one is so funny. From BP Rovance. B Provance. Five stars. I live here now. I'm not a longtime listener, but after binging the entire series in about a month, I'm oh pleased God. to say I'm as insane, deranged, and stupid as these wonderful ladies. <laughs> this podcast has lowered my IQ and people <laughs> like me more. It cleared my skin and fixed my credit score. This podcast is poorly researched, wildly speculative, and I absolutely love it. Hong Kong. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you for your honesty. Honestly, that's the perfect review of our podcast. I don't need to ever read another review. This podcast is terrible, but I love it for some reason. (laughs) That... I want to be friends with whoever wrote that. Who, If you wrote that, please DM me at Online Allison because <laughs> I think that we're meant to be friends. Uh, then there's another one from Twitter. I am Kilo, five stars, 10 out of 10. Hit them up on Patreon. Ooh. Where I am reading, there's going to be another episode, I think, dropping today. Some Bigfoot erotica. Sometimes I'm in a bikini. Sometimes I'm not. Last episode, I looked really ugly. I'm really sorry. I was just like experimenting with blue eyeshadow and just doing a thing. I like the blue eyeshadow. I, I saw it. I was like, oh, that's nice. It's very like 60s. Is that the one yeah. you sent the video to us of where I said that's yes. art? I thought you looked gorgeous. Yeah, I honestly wow. was like, this is really aesthetically pleasing. It was oh, very really? like romantic yeah. lighting. I was using my thingy. What are they called again? I'm having a ring light. I was using my ring light. <laughs> my thingamabob. My thingamajigger. So I'll record another one today, pounded by President Bigfoot about a gay blogger and the first gay Bigfoot president and the sexual relationship that they're both about to get into. Really riveting so far. Here's read one more review. Yeah. From Video Section Podcast. Is that another... Okay. This is the best true crime show out there. It's informative, entertaining, and the hosts don't take themselves too seriously. Every other show in the genre is droll and depressing. Yes. But these ladies make murder and mayhem more palatable through chemistry and humor. Five stars. I love it. You've got one more from Canada here from Emily from Canada. Five stars. I came here from Spotify just to give a five star review. As the title says, I made my way over here from Spotify just to give a five star review. I know I'm a hero, but seriously, Uh, you are. I love this podcast. Like many others, the girls at Webcrawlers have helped me through working from home during the pandemic. Great array of topics. And it really just feels like you're hanging out with friends. Is that sad? I have my own friends, too. I swear. Love you. (laughs) Amazing. You know, I was wondering today, I was like, I don't know how many friends I really have. Not in a sad way. (laughs) But I was thinking if I was to have a wedding, I have no idea who I'd invite. Anyways, sorry to make it dark. Okay, let's play some voicemails. Huh. Friends. What that's a good I, that's know. a good sound bite. Huh. Interesting. Uh, anyway. I'll think about today. Okay. First, All right, lots to think about. First message. Hi, this message is for the web crawlers. My name's Liz. I've called one time before and I couldn't even listen to myself when it came onto the, the podcast. I just I'm 
skipped forward because I was just embarrassed. I kept using the term quinky dink and talking about dead birds and hate birds. I don't know if you remember me, but yeah. Anyways, I think I have more interesting stuff to talk to you guys about this time. Kind of two points, so hopefully I don't run over and have to, you know, call back because that's a disgrace. Um, so anyways, a couple podcasts ago, I think, or episodes ago, I think Mar- Maria was talking about how she watched some movie with some actress that she hadn't really known, and then, like, mm-hmm. randomly, the next thing she watched had that same actress uh-huh. in it, and she yeah. called it a synchronicity for that one. And on Sunday, um, kind of a lazy Sunday with my boyfriend, we were watching these random movies, um, and we watched that new movie, Freaky, with Vince Vaughn. It's like a teenage horror flick. It's Oh, yeah, so, I freaky or something. <laughs> um, anyways, one of the teachers in that, or the actors who played a teacher in that, is the actor who plays Cameron in Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Mm-hmm. Oh. Um, of course, I should have looked up what his name actually is. But anyways, he was in that. And I notably mentioned to my boyfriend, I'm like, I don't really see him in much anymore. Or I only really know him from Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Um, anyways, I just kind of mentioned that. And then the next movie we randomly picked was Twister, which I haven't seen since oh, I was probably I a kid. That. I don't remember who's in it besides Helen Hunt. And then Cameron's in it. And I literally just looked at him and like, didn't I just say I never see him in movies? And then the next movie we randomly pick that I haven't seen since probably the 90s, Cameron's in it, or whatever the actor's name is. So that's my um, little synchronicity quinky-dink, as I'll call it now. Um, And then the second thing I'll talk about is um, I'm a massage therapist. And last night I was on a Facebook group or read some kind of, you know, message on a Facebook group about a scam that kind of goes around in my industry. And then this morning I wake up and your next episode that I played is about scams and the fire festival and all of that. So another kind of quinky dink. Um, so <laughs> I'll kind of talk about the scam. I haven't finished your episode. So maybe you do ask for people to call in about scams that yes, they've been presented or fallen for. Luckily, I haven't fallen for this one because it's pretty obvious that it's a scam. So they used to email people, but now they've gotten pretty smart. They'll actually text message businesses that allow text messages, which I do. And they'll actually skew the phone number so it kind of looks like a local number. So you think potentially it's a new customer or client texting about an appointment. So what they do is they kind of, the way they talk is completely off. So you kind of get a weird feeling. They'll present themselves with two names, like a two first name kind of deal. So, hi, I'm Stephen Dillon, and I own a construction company, and I'm wondering kindly. Oh, and there's. There better be a part two. I'm so curious. I don't think there is. Oh, no. Oh, no. I don't see one with the same. Oh no, what's the scam? Oh what? We gotta know this. What if we fall for it? Oh my oh, god. No. Yeah, well, I don't you, see. Let me, with the let same me make sure code. it's in my. You gotta call back. It's your civic duty. I'm gonna, we're gonna fall for the scam if you don't tell us what it is. Yeah, next thing you know, geez. I guess we'll never, we'll never know. know. Maybe it's, and we'll never know. Just so you know, the guy, the Cameron's name is Alan Ruck and he's in succession. He plays one of the kids in succession as well the show he plays a kid one of the kids oh, of the, ma- the, the patriarch oh the guy who <laughs> runs for office yeah yeah that's alan ruck that's right i love succession new season that is i can't wait i love succession too i never watched so. it i need to watch it you gotta oh, watch it it's you so gotta good. watch it so you would good. like it okay next one hi web crawlers this is ben um 
it feels like I've listened a long time, but mm-hmm. it's only been a month and I've binged the entire backlog. Oh my and God, you wanted welcome. more callers and I've got massive anxiety and I hate my voice. So maybe this will be helpful. Oh, Hopefully, if not, that's what therapy's for. Um, <laughs> so I've got two things I wanted to talk to you about. One, quick one, is your language surrounding the word surrounding suicide. It's not your fault. It's something that's been pushed for recently in circles around grief therapy and suicide prevention. Um, and I encourage you to look it up. But we've been trying to change the dialogue from saying committed suicide to saying things like died by suicide or completed suicide because it it's trying to and blame and change the stigma. Committed sounds like they committed a crime or just some sin and okay. that's not what they did. They succumbed to an illness and that kind of brings me to my second point, which is I lost my ex about seven years ago. He died by suicide and the birth, the birthday is always the hard part. And he died um, in 2013. And his birthday is in August. And I've just been kind of like asking the universe, hey, send me, send me a sign. Send me something to say that he's listening and thinking of me too. And my doves came back. Um, I had a nest of doves oh, wow. last year on my That's patio. Nice. They had six chicks. And they're back again. Feathers, Allie, feathers. And I was just so excited that my doves came back and the universe sent me a sign that he's thinking of me too. And thank you. I love you guys. Um, Honk, honk. (laughs) That's nice. The doves came back. That's really sweet. And yeah, I do see your point about committed suicide. It sounds like you committed a crime, I guess. I didn't know that there was, I didn't know that saying that was a bad. I didn't either. I'd never heard it, but it makes sense to me. Yeah. Yeah, died yeah. by suicide kind of mm-hmm. makes more sense than you like committed. Like, yeah, like committing a crime. Yeah. You're not really committing. Yeah. Okay. I will say, like, I, I'm, let me think about what I'm saying before I say it. <laughs> um, I, uh, my uncle committed suicide and I've had like several friends commit suicide, especially like in the recovery community. It's not something that's like very rare. I've never thought about it that way, but I guess it's maybe because my perspective is that like I don't think of it as like a sin or like a crime. So I never really like looked into the language that way because mm-hmm. um, my my view or perception of the language like I don't I don't like have that charge to it. Um, so I apologize if we've ever made it seem like we think it's. Someone's I think that's just how fault. everyone has said it ever. Whenever you hear like died by, they committed suicide. It's just kind of how everyone wrote it or like said it, I guess. Yeah, we'll be more cognizant, but we that's certainly... That's interesting. Our belief system certainly isn't... No, no, no. Whatever not the phrasing implies. Okay, next message. This is for the web crawlers. Um, it's been a while. Um, I let all those new callers have a chance to get in. I feel like an asshole now. Also, I was really scared that someone was going to like answer and be like, hello, what do you want? <laughs> All this is because I haven't called in such a long time. Anyway, um, I just listened to the scammer episode and um, I didn't mean to call in about this, but again, I was just like, you know, waiting, letting people talk. You know, I was enjoying the mailbag. I was like, oh God, I don't have to be afraid of hearing my own voice. This is Emma, by the way, the one who uh, wanted Allie to date my brother. Yes, um, hi. <laughs> and uh, 
So I am studying British literature, 18th century British literature. Um, and I'm going to do a project. I'm doing a thesis on, um, you know, madness and imagination and females. And one of the things that I have been researching is this woman called Mary Toft, who herself is a scammer. Um, I kind of want you guys to just do an episode about it, but uh, it kind of just involves rabbits. <laughs> and, uh, well, okay, here's the thing. Basically, in uh, the 18th century and before, people thought that, like, if women were scared by something when they were pregnant in the last couple months or if they were, like, really, like, yearning for something um, or they just, like, couldn't stop thinking about something, that they would, like... Their, birth, their baby would have whatever that is. Uh, so, like, if you saw someone with a misformed, like, that's how they thought that birth, birth defects were, like, happened. Uh, but this woman named Mary Toft, she kept thinking about rabbits. And oh, then no. suddenly, What's going on? she started giving birth to rabbits. What? And, or no, parts what? of rabbits. And what? the king what? sent two physicians to check this story out and they still weren't sure and and in the aftermath people were like i don't know like when they saw the evidence they were like i don't know i can't say she's not giving birth to rabbits this woman stuck 17 rabbits up her pussy oh god i wish i hadn't said that word um just kidding um, anyway, I'm going to go before I get cut off because I don't want to be a three voicemail message bitch again. I would, I would, I've lived that life and I don't want it again. Okay. I love you. Honk, honk. Bye. <laughs> what? This woman, Mary Toft, there's a Wikipedia. She became the subject of con- controversy when she tricked doctors into believe that she had given birth to rabbits. I mean, that's nuts. Okay. What so she scam. stuck them up her vagina? Uh, oh my god. She claimed to have given birth to various animal parts. He delivered several pieces of animal flesh and duly notified other physicians. Oh no. I don't like it. Well, you know, don't like That's what you do for attention before there is social media. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Man, people need to stick a rabbit wow. up your vagina. Wowie wow wow. Wooey wow wow. No, thank you. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improved jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. 
For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. Hi, this is a message for the web callers. Um, this is Lucy. I'm calling from Sydney. Hello. And, um, just for Maria, I'm the Lucy from Twitter that guest Prince Edward Island. With, uh, yeah, yeah. Destination. Hey. Um, so that's how you know me. But I actually called to... Tell you a really gross ghost story that scares me so much that sometimes it makes me cry. Oh, God. Um, I used to date this um, jerk who had a brother and sister who were like 10 years apart in age. The sister was much younger. And at this little sister's 21st birthday, the mom got a bit drunk and um, she decided she was going to tell cute stories from when they were little. And she started telling the story about how it was so cute that they both had the same imaginary friend. When they were kids, they both said, no, we didn't. <laughs> um, they were both really confused. Neither of them had spoken to each other about it before. And she said, yeah, you know, Billy Wagner. Remember the little boy you used to play with, the imaginary friend? You called your little sister, and then she had the same imaginary friend. She named her imaginary friend Billy Wagner as well. And the girl started crying because they hadn't told each other anything. And the guy was like, no, I only told you. It makes sense because... There was like a 10-year age gap, so by the time his little sister was like playing with things and talking to imaginary friends, he would have been like in high school, so they wouldn't have told one another. Then they asked each other what little Billy Wagner looked like, and they both said the same thing, that he was like white pale and had white blonde hair and blue eyes and wore the same clothes all the time but no shoes, um, which is also so gross. That just scares me so much that they were both playing with a ghost and didn't know it. Yeah. And also, <laughs> I didn't know that kids let imaginary friends could, like, <gasps> see them, or are they always ghosts? I don't know. I don't know how they didn't realize individually once they grew up that they were playing with a ghost and not imagining something because they could actually see this gross dead kid instead. That's on them. Um, anyway, I love the podcast. Thanks for listening to my very scary spooky um, ghost story. I hope you don't cry. <laughs> that is scary. So these brother and sister were 10 years apart and they each had the same That's terrifying. imaginary That's friend. Scary. That's really scary. No, thank you. Hey, this is a message for web callers. I called earlier. Um, my name's Lucy. I called earlier and I might, I think I sounded like I was having a breakdown. I called to tell you a scary story about an imaginary friend. Um, I was worried about going over time, so I'm sorry if it sounded ridiculous. I also just remembered um, that my cousin had an imaginary friend, and his name was Humperdink. 
which I think is so stupid because he made up his own friend and he named it Humperdinck. But anyway. (laughs) (laughs) He's an architect now, so he's fine. Um, Anyway, love you guys. Bye. He's an architect now, so he's fine. He's fine. Hello. This message is for the web prowlers. This is my first time calling. My name is Laura. I um, I am a descendant of not someone who was accused at the Salem witch trials, and not somebody um, who was part um, who was an accuser, but a witness. And his James, his name was James Farnham. Oh. Um, and I always laugh because I think about that scene from Monty Python where the guy's like, "She turned me into a newt. I got Becca." Um, so that. That's my descendant. Um, anyway, that's not why I'm calling. I'm calling because I have a bit of a funny story. So um, when I was young, my family and I lived in Salem uh, for a time. And oh, cool. where we lived was right in the thick of it where all the tourists were. And we had um, a nice little garden. And we would always find people in there. Tourists would get lost and um, think that it was a public space. Uh, But what we would also have happened was a lot of Jehovah's Witnesses and evangelicals who would come to Salem to try to cure the population and, you know, bring Jesus to us. Um, And my father got sick of it. And so one day he went and he bought a Buddhist statue and he put it in our garden. So every time people would come and knock on our door and ask us if we had found Jesus. My dad would come to the door and be like, oh, my God, we're a Buddhist family. Can't you see the statue? (laughs) And that would um, shut them up and they would leave. Anyways, it was very interesting living in Salem, um, especially in October. And I love you guys and I love the show. And keep it up. Bye. That's funny. Wow, that's so... If people were just wandering around my backyard, I would be so freaked out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, a nice garden. They just come sit in your swing in your front. <laughs> yeah, or get out of your freak. Hi, this is my web crawlers. So I just started listening to your show, so I'm kind of just popping around to episodes that don't seem like too scary because I'm afraid of true crime. But I like <laughs> the interactions were fun. And this is not exactly interaction related, but it's the exact same type of person who would have an interaction in D.C., but in Michigan, some, like, seven people tried to kidnap our governor oh, right. and, like, take her oh, to Wisconsin yeah. and, like, have a trial for her for treason. Um, yeah, so that crazy. was just wild to, like, read all the transcripts about anyways. And then I met dinner with my parents, and my dad says, I actually knew one of those guys. Um, what? And I was like, what? And, like, what kind of circles are you running in, Dad? And I guess um, <laughs> my dad really is, like, bicycling, and he was like, he hangs out and supports this, like, small bike shop. And this guy, um, I don't know if he'd been to the bike shop before or what, but he had a drug issue. And then um, he got his life cleaned up and then um, got a job at the bike shop. Like, the bike owner kind of, like, took a chance on this guy who had, like, not the greatest task. Um, and so he worked at the bike shop for a little bit. I think that's how my dad got to know him. And then he ended up getting back into drugs and like lost the job again. Um, and my dad kind of like would see him around town, not looking so good. Um, and after this whole governor kidnapping thing, he was like, I wonder if I could have said something to him. Could I have done more? <laughs> um, and I was like, dad, what you could do is 
support mental health reform and stop being a Republican. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if we'll go over that. Um, but yeah, so he had fallen back into drugs or mental health issues and then fell into a group trying to kidnap the governor. So if that doesn't tell you that we need some mental health and like addiction support reform, I don't know what will. But thank you. Love the con. Bye. That's Weed is a gateway drug to kidnapping your governor. That's crazy. I think all those guys are in prison, I'm assuming now. Yeah, I think that they did crazy. a SNL skit on it. Yeah. I'd never heard of that. That's wild. Pretty cool. Okay, next message. Honk, honk, honk. <laughs> la, la, la. Hi, my crawlers. This is Laura. Um, Hi. So, first of all, I'd like to say that I was, like, hella hyped when I saw the most recent mailbag episode was titled something I I called, and it was, like, the dumbest thing that I could have called about uh, the Rasputin poutine. First of all, ew, I hated that I that I heard my voice, but I don't know what I expected. <laughs> if you guys would have played it, like, I would have heard it. So I don't know what my big deal is, but, you know, whenever you hear yourself, it just sounds gross. Uh Um, Anyway, so I'm not – I've called a few other times um, between that that voicemail and now, um, and I'm not sure if I updated you on the status of the dog. Uh, Her name is Marcy. Um, I did post in the Discord. She did have to have surgery. She had uh, plates and screws uh, in her leg. Luckily, it was just her leg that got hit. Uh, not the rest of her. Um, she's a pretty smart dog, so she knew uh, that she needed to get off the road, but she just didn't get it quick enough before it got her leg. Um, but she's healing up really nicely. She's living it up in the pool house uh, on some good drugs so she doesn't uh, strain herself. And the reason I didn't give any more information about the dog being hit is because my mom didn't give me any more information than, oh, the dog got hit, now she's at the vet. Oh, sorry, I got to go. I'm like, Mom, you don't just call me. <laughs> Gotta go oh, my God. <laughs> and then hang up. Uh, you no, know, like, you stay on the phone and tell me what happens. But that's my yeah. mom. Apparently, if the dog had been dead, she probably would have mentioned it and then hung up. Uh, anyway, I uh, love you guys. La, la, la. Wow. So, yeah, she called about a dog getting hit, and we didn't know the update, but the dog. Yeah. Dog's okay. Safe. And on some payments. Good, yeah, good stuff right there. Love, love that's a good, good. That's a good boy right that's there. That's a good. That's a good puppy dog right there. That's a good that's boy a good right, right there. there. You stole my story. You stole my story. <laughs> okay, next message. Uh, hi, this message is for the web crawlers. Is this, uh, this is Jack from Bellingham. I knew it. Wow. Uh, wow. I listened to an episode recently it. in the mailbag where you said you wanted more ghost stories. Yes, um, yeah. I have a bunch. Oh. Uh, when I was younger, my mom bought this car. It was a 53 Buick Special 8. Ghost car. And we had the car for about a year. And for that entire year, haunted stuff was just happening all the time in our house. It was like a weekly occurrence. And when we got rid of the car, everything just stopped. Uh, So we all sort of think that was the the thing. That's Um, crazy. And a couple examples. I'll try to run through them really quick so I don't end up doing two messages. But Uh, Spoiler, he does two messages. (laughs) um, My bedroom was really small, so I, I didn't have a bed. I had a couch. And I would just sleep on, like, I would roll out, like, an air mattress and sleep on the floor. Um, But anyways, uh, like, once a month, I would wake up and my pillowcase 
wouldn't be on my pillow. Oh, no. It would be hanging off the corner of one of my, of like a painting in my bedroom. Nope. Um, nope. No. Don't like it. I would like instantly think, like, well, maybe sleepwalking. But uh, at the time in high school, uh, I weighed over 500 pounds. I've lost over 200 pounds since. Oh, um, my wow, congrats. But, That's amazing. Like, and it was a, the painting was above my couch. So all our bedrooms in the house were, like, right next to each other. Like, somebody would have heard this 500-pound kid, like, climbing up on this couch to, like, That's hang a, crazy. Bed, uh, uh, a pillowcase on his painting, you know? Oh, and it was just really weird. It was just a really weird thing. My sister would complain about her bed shaking during the night. And oh, one time my mom my got out of bed and was like, okay, I'll sleep with you to make you more comfortable. And then my mom swears, like, during the night, her bed started shaking. Um, I've had that happen. always flickering. My dad got locked inside of the garage once when nobody was home. We, oh, got, we oh came God. home and he was, like, Fuck banging that. on the door because he got locked in when he was just by himself. Um and then I think the creepiest one, I was using the bathroom once, and my sister left her hair straightener plugged in, and it was, like, resting on the, the sink counter. And so I'm I'm peeing for, like, 20 seconds, and I promise that's important, because I'm just standing still. I'm just oh, standing no. still Uh-oh. for, like, 20 seconds, and then I hear straightened. this, not moving or, like, moving my weight, <laughs> I hear this huge crash. I freak out, and I look behind me. The hair straightener had fallen off of the sink, and it was plugged in, uh, you know, warming up. And it was, <laughs> the cord was so tight that none of it was touching the ground. And the hair straightener was as close to me as it could get. It looked like the, the cord looked like an arrow, like pointing towards me. It was as close to me as it could get. Oh, weird. Somehow it fell, crashed, and then was like stretched, like trying to get oh, to me. It was very, God. very creepy. Um, I took a picture with my mom uh, once and. Oh no. Okay, oh no. Too. Oh, this no. is wild. No. Yeah, this Uh-oh. is like this is like a bad ghost. This is like poltergeist ghost. This is not good. Oh no. This message is for the web crawlers. <laughs> what if that was the end? What if I just Yeah, said, what time I took a picture with my mom? mom. <laughs> um, I'm so sorry. I said I wasn't gonna do two messages when I did. Um I took a picture with my mom. I still have it where it's her and I standing next to each other, and there's a oh, no. picture behind us on the wall of just, like, a forest, some trees. Oh, no. And you can so clearly oh, no. see face. the face of face. a man in the picture. Fuck you it. can see his eyeballs. Like, there's no. so much definition in it. You can no, see his I eyeballs. You can like see it. a mustache. That's where the ghost no! is. A ghost. Like, there's a ghost, a face in this picture. Um, <laughs> and there was, like, people are saying, like, was a re- I've always said it's a reflection, but, like, there's no glass in the picture frame for that oh. one. Like, we checked. It's just a flat picture, um, so it couldn't have been a reflection. Um, yeah, and there's a million other things. Again, for like a year, uh, rocking chairs, like rocking by themselves and stuff. It's it was just every every week something crazy was going on in that house. And then we sold the car, everything stopped. Um, I yeah, that's know. basically it. I hope that like fulfilled your ghost story uh, <laughs> yeah. quota. Sure. And uh, as always, thanks for the podcast. Uh, I listen yeah. to it all the time. Uh, I just go around my house all the time saying, Yours. <laughs> uh, love you all. Love what you do. Keep it up. And uh, hopefully talk to you soon. Bye. Well, the ghost was living in that car. Yeah, dude. Please send that picture in. I am yeah, beyond curious. That, that is crazy. Dang. I'd love to know. I wonder, because like if you bought the car from someone, I bet there was like a previous owner. Well, I doubt I doubt you could tell who the previous owner was. 
I bet you could. I don't, I mean, if it was sold multiple times, I don't know if, do you get something saying who the last owners were? I don't know what, but that's, yeah, it was like he lit, it was like the ghost was part of the car and then you pulled up to your house and the ghost was like, well, I guess this is my home now. It's my home. (laughs) Just unpacked its bags. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It just moves from place to place. Or maybe the uh, uh, previous owner of the car hits, did a hit and run. And so the person that the person that car killed is now is now haunting that car forever. Or maybe the person killed someone and like put them in the trunk and and then disposed of them. So now that person they killed is haunted. I don't know. I don't know. Well, it's one, one of many possibilities. It's one of those three. It's absolutely one of those three. So please call call in and vote. Call in and vote. <laughs> I think it's a body in the trunk. <laughs> well, that's that's, oh, it. that's it. That's it. Wow. What that's a great it. note to end on. Anyways, please continue to call us, especially with ghost stories. As we come towards October, we Ooh, would love to hear yes. more. We could do another uh, spooky tober. Um, Spooktober. Spooktober sounds a little Spooky better. Spooky-tober. I like Spooky-tober. Spooky-tober. <laughs> that sounds like a name. Scary-tober. Hi, my name's, my name's Spooky. Spooky-tober. Spooky-tober. <laughs> and I'm running for class president. Yeah. Anyways. Tober. First name Spooky. <laughs> uh, anyways, and I love pumpkin spice lattes. I am. <laughs> I am Ali Siegel. I'm Melissa Stettin. And I'm producer Maria. Bye, an Elio's original powered by ACAS. Even on a budget. Quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards... Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, tap to pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. 
To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone.